We did it. We made it. We made it through our intro song without any mess-ups today. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was a big part of that. You you obviously were a big part a big of that. rally. Yeah. yeah. Clearly. Like, that's why we had to bring you in. I didn't know there were issues before, actually. Yeah, it's been like three weeks in a row of just oh. shit. Just like derps out. It's pretty good. It's a good time. Uh, welcome to the December 20th episode of the Bench Boys podcast. Jared and myself, Tyler, are in studio with our special guest, Blur. How's it going? Thanks Blair's, for having me. Blair's back. Blur Dodd. It's been a Blur while. Dodd. Blur Dodd. Yeah, Dad, how long has it been? I don't know, a month? A month, probably. Jesus. Yeah, something like that. Well, yeah, I don't think I was here last time you were on. Yeah, you were. Was I? Yeah. Oh, well. I'm dumb. <laughs> uh, he said it, folks. I guess we'll start with Taylor Hall, because we can. Hall sucks. Uh, Dude, he only he has actually one got like point. Didn't he get two? Yeah, he got one. Well, he got one. Yes, I think he's got one in yeah. each game he's played. Uh, yeah. So surprise, surprise, to Arizona he goes. Uh, we talked. Was it last week we talked about it? Probably. Yeah. We being... Talked about it like fucking so many times now. <laughs> what day did that go? I down? feel like we Tuesday? only talked about it on bench boys. Yeah, one, that so. went. Yeah, that was. No, it was Wednesday or Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. At um, first glance, to me, it seems like the Coyotes got fleeced. They probably did. But if you talk to it's Arizona a- fans, it doesn't look like they got fleeced. Like, they don't feel like that at all. Well, yeah. To me, though, paying a first and I'm going to call it a second right now. Yeah, with the conditions. What was the condition? Uh, so the, there the, was two. So the condition is very odd. There's... Technically, three conditions. The first round pick is lottery protected. Where, at, like, so the the hard first round pick, like this the, one, like the, the twenty twenty first round pick, or sorry, twenty twenty, yeah, twenty twenty first round pick, is top three protected. So if the Arizona Coyotes somehow miss the playoffs and oh. win a lottery position, that's, that's that twenty twenty first round pick falls to twenty twenty one. And I know, that's becomes a, security, a completely unprotected pick. Yeah, which is smart because they have Taylor Hall on their team now, and he wins first round picks or first overall picks. Oh yeah, lot. apparently <laughs> he was one of them. The so, Taylor Hall condition, but yeah. also like everyone learned and that then, from Ottawa. Just yeah, you know, protected. And then you know, yeah, probably shouldn't do that mistake again. And then they're won. calling it a third round pick condition, like conditional third round pick, because that's the worst it can be. Um. But to me, I think likely it's a second-round pick. The condition of this pick is it's a third-round pick unless Taylor Hall re-signs with Arizona 
and or the Arizona Coyotes win a playoff round. If both of those conditions are met, it's a first-round pick in 2021. If one of two conditions are met, it's a second-round pick. And if none are met, then it's a third-round pick. Holy moly, the Leafs just scored two goals in like 30 seconds. They soak? Whoa. (laughs) While I was talking, they scored twice. Wow, you talk for a long fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, normally, yeah. So it's like if you if you like look to me yeah. at that trade, like this is before we get to prospects. Um, that to me is I think Arizona has a very good shot at winning a playoff round with Taylor Hall. Probably. So to me, I would say the best chance is it's a first and a second for Taylor Hall, which to me seems like a lot. They can also offer him it the could, most money. I was going to say it Maybe. could end up being a first they, in they, 2021. They have too. a lot of money tied up, sort of. Well, you know, Kessel, Kessel and Hall are going to be just as good as Datsuk and Hosa for them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully better. Oh, yeah. They have the fucking Datsuk <laughs> yeah, so like, shit. The so that's the thing, that's right? so weird. Datsuk Cut and the... Hosa, they have those contracts so that they can have floor money. Right, they don't have to actually yeah. pay that money out the door, but it counts towards the cap floor if need be. Yeah. So it looks like their cap's inflated, but it really isn't. Like it says here on Cap Friendly, they're the highest cap team in the league. We all know that's not true because there's no way they're paying more money than the Leafs are. Nope. Yeah. But it says here that they're over, and they're projected to use three point nine seven two million in LTIR space, which now if you add ten million quote-unquote, for Taylor Hall next year. That puts them right up there. But Marion Hosa has 5.275 on the cap, and Nicholas Jalmerson, who is probably going to play again, uh, has $5 million on the cap right now, too. So it's like, with that five and a quarter, roughly, for uh, Marion Hosa, that's money that they can go over the cap and not worry about it, yeah. just like how Toronto is doing it with... Uh, Clarkson and uh, Horton. Horton. I just couldn't get past Hosa. I knew it was something around there. Horosa. Horosa. Hortonsa. Um, but yeah, so yeah. it's it's yes, they have a lot of money. They can offer Taylor Hall for sure. Is it going to be the most money on the book, like in the league? Probably not. Because maybe cause, not the most appealing team. Well. well, that's it. Obviously, that they're not. Yeah. It's like he's got a lot of say in that, too. It's like if it's Arizona's choice, they're signing him, right? Like they would, 100%. Um, But they also have other big-time RFAs coming up, too, right? Like Clayton Keller hits the books next year. His seven-plus million contract hits the books next year. Yeah. Um, Is Dvorak coming up? Dvorak, his 4.45 is on the books now for the next six years, so that's not so bad. Considering that he's their first line center, yeah, okay. that's a pretty good deal. Yep. Is he a first line center? Mm, probably not, but if it works, it works. That's a good money saver. Yeah. But you also have like Hinestroza that's up, stuff like that. Like they have some expensive guys. Um, Ekman Larson is eight and a quarter, stuff like that. They have they have four and a, well, sorry, almost nine million dollars in goalies too. So it's you start looking at the roster, and you're like, man, the money's kind of, especially for Arizona. Yeah. They're not one to, like, 
I don't know if they're going to make money at, if they spend if they spend to the cap, they're not making money for sure. However, if they become a legitimate playoff team, you never know. Yeah. The the attendance has actually I think been better in the last couple of games with Hall. So, it's I'm trying to remember like what it was like 2012 the last time they were any good and they had yeah, and it were was they very really weird ever too. any good? <laughs> well, they made it to the Western Conference. Actually, final. yeah, that's true. They did. It was a weird year because it was yeah. like was one where you weren't really expecting it again, yeah, just classic. like this. And then they missed like the sense. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's a pretty good trade, though. Realistically, uh, I think so too. So then, if we go back or if we go to the rest of it, so there's three prospects that were also traded. So now you're looking at basically a five. <laughs> For two, I think the the yeah, Blake Pierce Sp- hold Spears on. or whatever. Yeah, uh, I forgot to open this up. Well, that Kevin Ball is supposed to be the one that. Well, so this is the weird part is, I've seen Kevin Ball as the piece, and then I've seen other like um, what the heck was that? Nick Merkley's. Uh, yeah, Merkley. He was drafted Merkley. in the first round. Yeah. Um, Ball is huge. Yeah. He's what, 6'7", 240 or something? <clears throat> like, he is he's massive. That's a big-ass boy. <laughs> so, yeah. like, the next Pareko or the next Chara, like, could happen. But at the same time, his stock has gone down since they drafted him, uh, from what I've read. Again, I'm not a scout by any stretch. But Ball seemed like a good pick, but... At the same time, if you look at Arizona's draft pick pool, they didn't get rid of Barrett Hayton. Yeah, and what's who the other was, one? Uh, who was their biggest prospect at the moment? Soderstrom or something? Yeah, or? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I think Victor that's their Soderstrom. Yeah, that's their top two. And they didn't have to get rid of either of those guys to get Taylor Hall. So I think as Arizona fans, they're stoked that they get a guy like Taylor Hall for basically like some middle prospects. And some picks, whereas like the rumors in Colorado was Connor Timmons or um, Bowen Byram, which those are like top tier prospects in their pool, right? Yeah. So it's like when you look at it from the Arizona side, it's it seems like it's an okay deal, but man, if Jersey hits on three pieces in that trade, yeah, whoo! But it could work out for like. <clears throat> I'm just happy to see Arizona like do something. Like they find they're finally relevant. They yeah. have a good team. They have a good structure, and they're not system. just okay with that. Yeah, like they they yeah, make exactly. a splash. They're actually trying to like you got to reward something. those fans, man. Like yeah, the twelve fans they have. Yeah, <laughs> got to try and get double it. Twenty maybe twenty four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just kidding. They have like eleven thousand. They say. <laughs> 11,000, and then all of them show up to every game. And yeah, that's it. obviously. Eh. <laughs> no, no, they have 11,000 seats sold and six show up. <laughs> Half of them are just like, man, it's too far tonight. Tuesday night, I can't do it. <laughs> but everyone's like, Saturday night, pff, I'm going drinking in town. Okay? Yeah. Uh, but no, like for real, I, I agree with you, Blair. Like the fact that they're actually doing something and not – to the extent of Columbus, where it's Dumb. destroying their whole retarded. Oh, I shouldn't say that word, but bad Jared. Dumb. Respectful. 
special. There you go. Um, again, we talked about it last year too. The Columbus thing was very different because it was predicated with the fact they were losing their top two players. Yeah. Which happened. <clears throat> Bobrovsky left, Panarin left. So they went all in. They legitimately didn't have... What a shit, season, <clears throat> like shit situation. And yeah. they're still not as bad as Detroit. No? That should tell you something. Detroit, though. Well, because they like have... Columbus. Seth Jones is just... He's really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, that should tell you something. If people don't want to be there... Well, yeah, but how do you fix that? Yeah, you can't. It's just geography. Well, is it geography? Is that what it is? Well, it's part of the issue with Calgary. It's part of the issue with Edmonton. Part of the issue with Winnipeg, too. Yeah. Toronto, Montreal, right? Like, it's part of that. Geography is a part. How do you fix that? Well, like, usually you just don't see people be like, I'm not signing here. So, fuck you. Trade me or I'm gone. True. Like, you don't really see that very often. And then two players on the yeah, same team are like... <laughs> you say that as a Flames fan, and we were literally just talking about two players that did that here. Adam Fox and... Ah, fuck him. Uh, <laughs> what's his name, too, from... Went to the Rangers. Well, I guess Strawman was one, too. That was a long time ago. Yeah, but still, it's the same situation, right? It, yeah. This is a very well, different thing. Well, those I, were guys... I guess they're UFAs. But they were like call it. They hadn't proven themselves. Well, they yet. they weren't UFAs. They were draft picks that didn't want to sign. So then they turned into UFAs. Yeah, well, they they were going down that path. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's a very different thing than a UFA that straight up like earned his time, put in his time. These guys forced the hand of I don't care if you spent a draft pick on me, I'm not signing here. Yeah, that is far worse than Panarin just saying I'm out. Bobrovsky saying I'm out. Taylor yeah. Hall saying I'm out. I guess you earn that. As yeah, a, that's the point, right? Twenty seven year old. Yeah. UFA, yeah, you put in your time. You like. It's one of those things, it's very uh, It's very weird considering the way most of life is and, like, the fact that you get a choice in a lot of things. But, like, pro sports, you get drafted, you play there. <laughs> Suck it up, Buttercup. Like, you're in the pros. Well, yeah. And for that's like, how you, most of it works. For, like, yeah, like, your first. What is it, I guess, eight, I, I think, eight years? Is I think it, I hockey guess? is seven or eight, yeah. Uh, Guaranteed. Actually, I think, it's, I think it's six. I guess it depends on age, I think too, it's right? six full seasons. Whatever comes first, six full seasons or, or 27. 27 or something. Right, like that. right, right, right. Yeah, so. Right, so it's you generally, you have to earn that where that's what the problem is with, like, Strawman and Adam uh, Fox and stuff like that. Jimmy Vc for their well, that's yeah the because predators. they can get to UFA because that's just how the call it. That's well, no, that's how anything works. If you don't sign, like if you don't want to sign, then eventually you just like if the thing with college is a lot of the time the reason college is different is because NHL teams will look at their guys that go to college and they'll be like, well, you're committed to going to college for two to four years. We're not going to waste a contract spot on you. But then by the time it rolls around to that third year, you have to sign your draft picks in the first three years of time or they can walk. Well, because you're committed to college, they're like, ah, we'll get them in the third year. And then they're like, ah, you know what? We're here. I'm not on a team. I don't really want to play there. I'm going to go wherever I want. Yeah. And that's the issue. Yeah, it's kind of But it's still on the team because they didn't draft them. They they drafted them and didn't want to sign them because – they wanted to save themselves a, uh, a contract spot, right? Hmm. And it just—it's one of those things that. How do you fix that? Like the, where we go back to this whole conversation. How do you fix the fact that players don't want to play for your team? Well, because oh, yeah. the Columbus Blue Jackets were you good. You can't fix dink ass people. 
The Columbus Blue Jackets were good. It wasn't a yeah. like, that was two seasons in a row of going to the playoffs. Yeah. And they but, just beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. But that was their first series win. Yeah, for sure. So maybe But they maybe, beat Tampa Bay Lightning. Maybe if they would have had more success in the years leading May, up to last maybe. year, maybe like winning changes a lot of things. This is it's it's another one of those things we're going to speculate from the outside. Is it a management issue? Is it an ownership issue? Very well could be uh the fact with Columbus is the fact they don't spend enough money on their players. Like and I don't mean on the cap, I mean on doing business. Yeah, they right? handle the like the Leafs the Leafs spend oodles on coaching, oodles on uh sports science, oodles on the healthcare divisions, like stuff like that, right? Is that a case where Columbus doesn't do that as much as other teams? Is it like is it as simple as that or is it a culture thing where you know, the GM's a psycho or the coach is a psycho. I mean, it is Tortorella. <laughs> right? John so, Davidson's pretty... I mean, I don't know him personally. I don't either. But, right, so it's it's one of those things. How do you fix that? Because I think, I think in a case of Panarin and Bobrovsky, they're both Russian. They were probably both looking for the payday. I don't really blame them. Do you think both of them are going to get... Ten million each in Columbus? No, no. Well, even if Columbus wanted to pay them that, they couldn't have. Yeah, right. So it's like just simply saying it shows a lot to the like about your organization that two guys want to leave like that. I don't think it's fair. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, you're right. Like it should show you something, and you should try to figure it out. But it depends if if it's strictly just these guys finally got to their UFA deals and they said fuck this and out. You can't do anything about it. It doesn't oh, yeah. show you shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. And bringing this back to Taylor Hall, it's Arizona's. Well, they have horrible attendance, and the atmosphere at their games looks terrible. But when was the last time they've been in this position where they had a really good player, a superstar, and they were trying to sign him? For sure, I don't think I've, they've ever had a superstar. Yeah. Like, Who's been a superstar on Arizona? Shane Doan. Well, and he, is that a superstar? Shane, yeah, Shane Doan <laughs> was like a just star. like a Shane Doan was a guy star. that's really good for your team yeah. for a long time. Yeah, there's lots of stars in the NHL. There's not a lot of superstars. Yeah, so we'll see what they can do. Maybe, I mean, it's probably a nice place to live. It, probably, I'm it stays sure. Stays till like fucking pretty damn warm all year, and like oh, it's the desert. Yeah, <laughs> it's a there, there's a reason that us snowboard uh, snowbirds decide to go to Arizona. Yeah. And then the for him being Canadian and shit from Alberta, you just be like, I'm going home for the summer because yeah. then I don't have to roast my dick off. Hey, mom and dad, <laughs> you like want to a... come watch me play? Here's your trip to Arizona. Yeah. Nice. Oh, damn it, son. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I can't believe you brought us here. But we'll see. Maybe, I mean, who knows if he'll resign. I mean, we'll see how the rest of the season plays yeah, out. But... Not like it matters right now. I would put the percentage very low. On that one, it's well. I'm yeah. putting it at like yeah, like maybe 35 percent right now. But that's just maybe I feel based like it's on probably right less now. than that. It's probably like 10 percent. Yeah, that's right what now. I would put. Ten. Did you see like the the video of him like the this, the like, hostage video? Yeah, yeah. Siri, Siri show me a hostage. He's like, hi, I'm Taylor Hall, and uh, I'm really excited to play for the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> and can't people wait to see always tonight. always make fun of those, but it's like, what the fuck, man? Well, like, what forced. are they supposed to be like? Hi, I'm Taylor Hall. Woo, Arizona. Yeah, coming for you. Let's go. There's That's like a happy... PK Subban and then no one. There's like a happy <laughs> medium somewhere in there, right? Like, because like, that's like the only person I could see making like an excited video like that is like PK Subban. 
That's it. Yeah. Who else would do that? Maybe like no, like see, I couldn't. You couldn't even say Kachuk because he'd be like Zach Ronaldo. I'm Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but... maybe maybe Zach Ronaldo. The thing is, there's a, there's a difference between. Oh, hey, I'm Taylor Hall. I'm really excited to play for the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, I can't wait to play tonight. And hey, I'm a new like I can, I'm really excited. I'm a new to, guy. Hey, I'm I'm Taylor Hall. I'm really excited. Like at least like even any emotion in yeah. that clip, like any emotion, not straight up just I'm a robot. He's just going every. Could you imagine Sean Monahan? Hi. That would that is Sean Monahan. <laughs> that's but that's just his like demeanor though. Like yeah, because we've kind of gotten to know him a bit boring sean monahan yeah yeah for sure i don't know if is taylor hall really yeah boring? apparently he's pretty boring probably i never really <clears throat> like saw too many interviews with him uh one thing i do want to bring up though that is hilarious in a super mean-spirited way <laughs> darcy kemper is now week to week yeah i wanted to bring that up. he got hurt last night in the eight five loss to the wild they just left him Yikes. in there man. like what <laughs> And he got hurt. And then he gets hurt. Week to week, yeah. One of the main reason that reasons that the Coyotes are where they are, because they're scoring, is Darcy Kemper, and he gets hurt two games after Taylor Hall arrives. Yeah, so good timing. Perfect timing. <laughs> right when we lose more goals, or, yeah, gain We gain goals, goals we're going to let in more goals. Yeah. Nice. It's well, a lot. We'll, we'll see how they weather this, but Kemper's like their MVP. Oh, yeah. Hands down. 929 save percentage in 25 games. Yeah, I was going to say he's played like almost every game. I mean, you have a... Well, I guess he had 12. Rant, Rant has been pretty good. His That's numbers true. are pretty good, too. And he's proven when he's healthy, he can be a pretty good goalie. Like, I remember that summer, I think Ranta was a UFA out of New York. I think they traded, traded uh, for him. Yeah, I, I that they... was uh, around the uh, expansion draft. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember lots of teams were interested in him, and oh, yeah. he had put up good numbers right. in New York. I remember I was like, oh, he was Cam Talbot. You should get him. He was Cam Talbot two point Yeah, they were interested in him. Right. Ranta was Cam Talbot two point Yeah, 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 totally. Right. Like, just a year it, after, right? Yeah, uh, maybe two. Yeah, it might have, might have been two. But it was the same situation as Cam Talbot. Yeah. yeah. The the Rangers. Unquist backup. Yeah, the Rangers yeah. developed their backup goalie into significant trade bait and got pretty good return, and. Ranta was good. Oh, yeah. Didn't... Wait. And then he got hurt. Didn't Lundqvist just, like... He, like, got into, like, the top ten or something for wins or something? Yeah, probably. He's, I think it was I'd assume Lundqvist. he's out there. I just remember hearing that, like, recently. Let's find out. Um, But, yeah, like, that's, like... I wonder if that has something to do with Lundqvist. Developing these younger goalies into, like, goalies that later on become, like, pretty good goalies. Like... I guess Talbot and Ranta are both like backups right now. Talbot's been playing not bad this year, though. Like, he just doesn't okay. get any. They, the Flames don't score they when just, he plays. Well, plus they play him. How many times has he played? Five. Five. Yeah. Five like... fucking games. <laughs> like it's funny because you go from I think he's literally at like eight now. <laughs> so went from I don't a think season because I think Riddick's at like thirty-three. Yeah, Riddick's played a lot. Like, you go from a season where you're, like, pretty much evenly splitting games between two goalies to, like, not even fucking close. You're playing <laughs> Kipper like game. Kipper-like workload. You know what's funny is Cam Talbot's probably sitting there going, this is a bad idea, guys. This happened to me, and I haven't <laughs> yeah. been good since then. Yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah. Well, I guess he played the, the first year, I guess, was his good year, right? Who? 
Cam Talbot, Talbot with Edmonton. <sighs> yeah, his first yeah. full season. Was yeah, he played like really good, and then played like seventy not games so or much. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how yeah. that would carry into like the next season. Yeah. Oh know. man, like I was just like watching. Oh, Riddick's only played twenty eight. Sorry. So yeah, it's only Cam Talbot's probably at seven. So or he's eight. at nine. Yeah, they played what thirty seven. Yeah. He's actually played nine games. That's crazy. That doesn't feel like, but he has played more recently. Taken over, they've been mixing him in. Yeah, he played more lately. Um, yeah. So while we're here, uh, Blair, you wanted to bring up the offside challenges because oh yeah, was it offside by a mile? No, no. Neither of were offside by a mile actually. Yeah, one Uh, was definitely not onside or not offside, and one was more gray area. So like in the well, there's two things I wanted to bring up. In the last <laughs> three Flames games, Jeff Ward has challenged two offsides and lost both of them, and they were pretty significant momentum shifts because, you know, the penalties after. Chalmers. So there's the one against Carolina where that play was onside. McGinn tagged up. and Yeah. That was a, that was a tough a, one. That, I would have challenged that too, I think. Yeah, right? so like. Yeah, on off first glance, like. Well, and it's just a mess. You're like, fuck, why not? At well, that point, see, in a way. I don't, be- I don't believe that the mess part. I believe that's a case of their video guy was like that puck goes in, and McGinn is like six feet offside still. Yeah, so he's right. And then on he's it like, right away. challenge that, and he didn't. I, I feel like he didn't watch five seconds into that, like into that clip now, because. That's exactly what I did. I watched it, saw the challenge, went, uh, what the hell is this line's been doing? And then you roll the clip five more seconds. McGinn tags up, and who was the... I don't know, Nick Cash or something. Or <sighs> number 44 on Carolina. Yeah, I could probably pull right, That's I remember like messaging, who the fuck is number 44? <laughs> I thought it was like Nick Cash or something. It's like some Czech player. I feel like it was... Someone that I knew. Oh, it was Saturday, right? It was the afternoon game. Yeah, Four nothing, Carolina. Um, but the the other problem with that game is the fact that the Flames are killing it in, in that first. period. Well, they, that was in the second period. Yeah, they killed. They they were all over them in the first, and then Didn't in the score. second they were okay. Somehow James Ryan Martin was like, or no, it was Goche. There you go. Oh, That's yeah. who it was. Yeah. I remember. Anyway, that, yeah. what? James Reimer was really good, dude. In that game. Reimer's been playing like a fucking beauty. The Leafs, or sorry, the Avs played Carolina last night, and James Reimer <sighs> stood on his She's goddamn head. Seen him. Again. I was like, who the, what? When did James Reimer start doing this again? Like, talk about perseverance, dude. This yeah. guy's been like all over the map. Yeah. Backup goalie, he half had to starter de- goalie, back down to like nothing. Had to deal traded. with Toronto media. And- yeah. Like, well, and then like couldn't play, like couldn't stop a beach ball behind Roberto Luongo. Yeah. Right. Last year. In Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, could not like stop went, a beach ball. Went, how many teams has he been on? Was it just Florida and then Hurricanes? I feel like it was more. Uh, Yeah. I'm pretty sure he got traded. Did he get bought out by Florida? Yeah. Because he signed like a... Or no, fairly, no, sorry. He signed a fairly sizable... Deal. Yeah, I think he got traded from Florida to Carolina. Because, like, like, how old is he? He's, like, getting a little bit. Like, what, 30, yeah, 31? I think he's older than that. He might be older than I mean, that. But, like, too, but... my God, that guy's been good lately. 31. You're right. Like, to and to think that, like, he's basically beating out Mrazic for, like, starting for that team right now. Yeah. That's fucking... Like, no question. Who the hell would have guessed? Like, 
Everyone was like, okay, Morazic is like starter now. Yeah. James Reimer's stats page on the Hurricanes website it has him in a Panthers jersey. Mm. <laughs> Fuck Rhyme time. Mint. Um. Anyway, that play just completely flips that game on its head. That's going to be the one nothing goal going to be coming off the board. And then Jeff Ward, well, it appears like it's going to come off the board. And then all of a sudden, they call it a good goal. It's onside. And I was like, what? Watching the replay, you see Golche and McGinn t- touching or tagged up at the blue line at the same time. And then they go in and get the puck. Onside, 100% they score. Yeah. <clears throat> well, now it's a penalty for the Flames. Bang, Dougie Hamilton scores on the power play. It's 2 nothing. Game over. Yeah. The game was not the same at all. The the Flames just packed it in. And I feel said, like it's good. That's what the Hurricanes do too. They like persevere. They, they persevere. take the other team out of the game. Yeah, it's crazy. They hung on there. They're fucking. They're a good team. Like they're gonna be dangerous this year. I think. Like oh, I, if, I they, don't, if their goaltending holds up, that's yeah, true. it's still kind of a question mark for me. For sure, same. man. Especially it's it's still pretty early. Like James, give Reimer, it another two months. James Reimer's done this before. Right, like he's a, he's has had James Reimer got the Leafs to Game Seven against the Boston Bruins, the Boston Bruins, the Bruins, blew a four a three goal lead in the third. So yeah, pretty legit. Oh yeah. Uh, don't Leafs fans never forget. It's, never uh, it's forget. gonna be burned into our memories. Don't worry. Every single second, Game Seven, you're gonna have fucking flashbacks. The second offside challenge from Jeff Ward was against the Habs. Last night, yep. Last night on their second goal. Oh, I didn't see. Fuck. This one's a lot more This gray. one is so gray. And it's another case of the NHL being the NHL and fucking shit up. <laughs> nice. Well, this is what replay does. <laughs> well, yeah. So, remember when offside replay came in and you're like, black and white calls should be black and white. They should be easy to review. Yeah. Ha! You think offside's black and white. Yeah, and then you get... You don't know the NHL, friends. Yesterday. Uh, now, for those that don't know, you are allowed to skate... Sorry, you're not allowed to skate in the zone prior to the puck going in the zone. Unless you are the puck carrier, then you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. This is a direct quote from Blair Lily. Yeah, it's, it but, just seems <laughs> odd to me that the rule of offside is... That is, is fucking you dumb. Can't, the puck has to go in first. Unless you have the puck, then you then can you do whatever can the fuck first. you want. Yeah. <laughs> But Legit. I, my rebuttal Anyways, is... Anyways, that's the rule. My so rebuttal what is... Is this what happens? Don't worry. It's the NHL and they love to fuck with shit. Just like glove passes. Now, this is not an NHL only rule. This is not just an NHL rule. This is a hockey rule. Glove passes are allowed in your own zone, but nowhere else on the ice. Why? Couldn't fucking tell you. <laughs> and the NHL... This is an NHL one. High sticking. Don't hit anybody above the shoulders with your stick. Cool? Cool. Yeah. But if you're shooting the puck, fucking give her, man. Just <laughs> smack him in the face. It's it's these rules where you're like... I don't know. Like, that, I, that one's different, though. Is it, Yeah, sure. There's a reason, Yeah, but it's stupid. Well, kind of. Are you going to give a guy a penalty for that? Yeah. Control your stick. That is literally... High sticking is you must be controlling your own stick. Yeah. I well, would, it's the same thing, I would right? fucking so, hate that. If they yeah, but, but hold on. When you're learning how to shoot the puck, what are you taught? Point your stick where you want the puck to go. For like a wrist shot. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. What kind of person slap shots and fucking rips it above their shoulder on the follow through? 
this momentum. Lots of people up every day. I don't know, man. I don't think so. I don't think there's. I don't think <laughs> Shea Weber on his clap bomb hundred mile an hour shot. Is, but that's different, though. Yeah, but has it? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, because he's trying to keep it this high most yeah, but, of the time. Yeah, but that's my point. Like, that's a hundred mile an hour shot. If that, if that follow through isn't above his shoulders after, what is above his shoulders? Money wells sheds. I don't know. I see it all the time, man. People do it all the time. I don't. I don't think it is that all the time. But re- regardless, you're supposed to hitting someone. In, you're supposed to have control of your stick. It's the same thing. You somebody sticks your stick and hits him in their face. You <laughs> get high sticking. <laughs> well, sometimes. No, that's the rule. Normally, the only time it doesn't happen is if a ref just doesn't see it. That is the rule. If you don't have control of your stick, it's a penalty. But in the NHL, they're just like, ah, you're shooting the puck. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Minor hockey, Hockey Canada, international hockey, penalty. NHL, nah, it's fine. Yeah, that's the I NHL mean, yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, back to the offside rule. So this is one one where he's going in backwards, but he's also receiving can, a pass. First of all, just, I love how you can never find these fucking clips anywhere. Well, they, they don't do challenge clips anymore. Just uh, why? Why can't I find clips of something significant in it's a game? A, it's in the it's game a goal, highlights. So you can find it. Is yeah. it? Yeah. It's yeah. in the okay. game highlights. Their second goal. Okay. Montreal's in the second period. <clears throat> but this particular it's, offside, Joel, Joel Armia. Okay. Yoel. Yoel. Uh, <laughs> I hate you guys. Yoel. Uh, this particular offside <laughs> is about as close to fucking right down the middle as you can get. Yeah, I can't wait to watch. Because it's a case, because it, the, minor hockey, again, is, I, I think, different than the NHL in this aspect. I haven't read this rule, so I could be talking out my ass here. But in Hockey Canada rules, if you are going in backwards, you have to receive the puck with both feet outside the zone before you cross. So the moment you take control of that puck, both of your feet have to be outside the zone and on the ice. Okay. This particular play, this does not happen, in my opinion. I believe his back front foot, whatever, yeah. like we said, the <clears throat> closest the, towards the other team's net. Yeah, the puck, the the foot farthest away from the puck was off the ice. So it, to me, there's no way he has both feet on the ice outside the zone. So this must not be part of the rule in the NHL. Well, I think me. on this one, the the tricky play was: did he have possession? Well, yeah, but that's the thing. What I'm saying is. Regardless of whether he had possession, in Hockey Canada rules, he never had the po- had possession with both feet outside the zone, right? Period. Because yeah. his foot was up in the air. Uh, but the NHL, it's different probably, and it's then a case of what is possession. And this is so fringe possession because... Yeah. He's like receiving a pass. We can, all, we can all agree that stick handling is possession of the puck. Yeah. Now, I'm not question, as disappointed as I thought I would be. It's just, it's a lot more gray. You it's know what I mean? Super it's, not gray. A, it's, it's gray for sure. He touches the puck once, and that's classified as possession when, for the most part, he touches the puck and then leaves it there and then pulls it in with him. It's very, it's a very weird. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah. That's it's what weird. It's very weird because. It is, it's just a weird way for him to get the puck. Well, yeah, right? Because, again, like I said, we can all agree that stick handling is possession. But when you're stick handling, you're not in constant 
con- like contact with the puck. Yeah, totally. No. Your stick is coming on. And it's off like it's contact. like NHL twenty when they're stick handling. Yeah, but like they have possession, but the puck's not on their stick. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's when I shouldn't the, say NHL twenty. I don't even play that shit. When does possession occur when you're like catching a pass? Is it the moment it hits your stick? Uh. <clears throat> You know, for the most part, yes. Honestly, I feel like that's fucking ref to ref. Well, that's too, right? that's the point we're trying and to which get. Which is fucking dumb too, because because yeah. you can have plays right on a delayed penalty, and this is totally that's different from ref to ref because sometimes it'll just hit a stick, whoop, blow well, that, it down. That that was sometimes where... you can like poke check a puck away and like touch it again, but then it like kind of bobbles and no. Well, that, that was my point, right? Yeah. Was the fact that like you. <sighs> tip a puck in the zone that's clearly not possession but it hit your stick well then you can't just say the moment it hits your stick it's possession because that's clear we just by that logic that's not possession if it's but then if the puck sticks to your stick well then he just let go of the puck right but then if he if someone like poke checks the puck over the blue line like on the other side of the blue line that's like gonna be considered fucking possession if someone's offside yeah Right? Yeah. So it's like, it's this really fucking super gray area yeah, that it's, it's like, what is possession and when does possession occur? Yeah. Because that's what this possession yeah. is. Because his body's all, about. all the way off the fuck, or yeah. all the way across. Because to your yeah. point, if there were different linesmen last night, maybe they would have said, you know what, he didn't have possession right. and he was offside. Oh, I guarantee other rest, other linesmen would say that's not. So, and again, it gets back, I think we've talked about it too, is kind of like when it's, when, um, goaltender interference challenges started it's those refs that are overturning the call how often is a guy gonna in front of eighteen thousand people say i was wrong never well on a close play like that probably never yep right it's it's so hard to leave it with that play too it's called on side so yeah. Right. Well, that's again. This is the problem with offside reviews. Well, they're it's always never, called offside. It's yeah. never offside. It's never called offside ever. Yeah, because you can't continue. You can't go back. <laughs> yeah. That's again. Like I think we've talked about. It. That's yeah. that's the Fair biggest enough. problem Fair. with the offside review because it never puts a goal on the board. It only takes them off the board. Yeah. Goal interference at least sometimes puts a goal on the board. <laughs> just yeah. like imagine. Okay, so. If it's close, just say it's a maybe offside, and then we'll figure it out after. It's like, uh, so, oh, they scored. Okay, but it was a maybe offside. Well, Let's go check. It's like uh, <laughs> MMA when they, uh, like, if the UFC, when, yeah. they, when they stand, like, when they get the doctor to come in. It happened in the Aldo fight on the weekend, last weekend, where right. he got the elbow in the eye, in the eye like, the, like, on the side of his eye, and he swelled up like crazy. Yeah, like Ref crazy. stops, he gets the doctor to come in. Okay, he's good to fight. Okay, lay him back down. Put them on top. Yeah, of right. yeah. <laughs> It's like okay, I'm gonna Go put the puck. The I'm position. in the puck here. Everybody, just like CFL, like everybody motions together <laughs> and everybody, go. go! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just so ridiculous, right? Like it's just yeah, yeah. I know. Well, like that's the thing. If more and more, once we like, if we keep getting more of these whatever kinds of reviews, it's just going to make it so well, fucking. And they'll tedious. have to more clearly define it. Oh, totally. Like, they'll that have to go in happen. there and say what is possession. It the NFL has been trying to fucking word properly what a catch is in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it ain't gonna and happen. Then. And the NHL still, ain't gonna figure it out first. Still controversial shit or, over a or lot. I guess this is just what we live with. Then with you, yeah, with right. video review, it is what it is. is. Close ones, but th- this again, I said this before. This is the. Pro- 
them with penalties as punishment. Oh. Because penalties as punishment when you go when when it, it's very different when the review is con- or denied. Yeah, you heard that right. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that's not going to actually slash it happened on our offside by yeah, episode. Do you notice that? I did. Um, but it, it's very different when a when a call is confirmed or like overturned. Because it's like straight up like the the, the first one, the Carolina or the yeah, the Carolina game. Okay. That is a very clear that was onside, you're wrong. Whereas this one is just like Maybe. What do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> right? So it's just like, how like, do you, yeah. how do you, because that's the thing, because you could like look at this as a ref and be like, hmm, I, can I see, don't know. I can see <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? And that's what I mean. Not like, like, oh yeah, okay, let's follow the fucking like bullet notes here. Oh, okay, it's offside or it's not offside. Yeah, it's sure. just like, nah, yeah. That's what I mean, right? Yeah. Like, it's one thing. We are right initially. It's one thing if you're clearly wrong or clearly right and a penalty is awarded. But when it's like fringe and you're just, and the refs are literally like, call in the ice stands. Well, how the fuck? Why are they supposed <laughs> to get a penalty for that when it's yeah. like, you guys are just as confused as we are? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it is just like I still like uh, having that as as a deterrent. Um, okay, so that's the thing. Oh yeah, that's, again, that's just because because then you're it should be in theory pushing you to get the call. Like, you know. Yeah, but how yeah. do you get the call right when your linesmen and your referees don't know the answer? Well, yeah. Well, so, but, and, like, what's the rule? That's <laughs> that's this situation. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not the first time. And, again, you shouldn't need a deterrent to stop coaches' challenges. If you need a deterrent, don't have it. Yeah. And but then so you wait. get Matt Duchesne's shit. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't but uh, the thing is, like, you shouldn't have to have a deterrent like I, I understand. This the way. This is the way any sport goes. You use the rules that are given to you, and you push the limits as far as you can, and that's why they have penalties. I get it because teams are going like, ah, it wasn't offside, but I'm gonna do it anyway because I would have just called my timeout anyway. Yeah, well, that's right? what they were doing. But at the same time, it should be like, it's it's very similar to me as delay a game. How many times do you see a legitimate delay a game penalty? Like. Legitimate. Since they brought that rule in, like, never. Yeah. Right? And the whole reason was to deter people from intentionally putting the puck the, out. It was the Patrick Waugh rule. Basically. Because he would just do that. He would just but nobody, nobody does that anymore, but we still have the damn rule. <clears throat> yeah, but if you take it out, then people are going to start doing it again. Yeah, right? Yeah. But it's, again, why can't just, like, fucking almost every other penalty in the book, why can't it be ref's discretion? Or, but, you know, we've that, had though. this crazy conversation. Why isn't it just no change, just like icing? Right? We've had this fucking conversation before. Yeah, like, I mean, that that almost seems more reasonable but right, in a way. If, if it's a case, kind of. like, again, a play like this, you're never going to get it. I, and I don't know if I want it because then you're still, you're, you're now trying to figure out, okay, how... Like, they were wrong, but how wrong were they? Like, you're never going to get that. But at the same time, like, if it's a blatant, like, misuse of a challenge, fuck you, delay game. Yeah. But if it's something that's close like that, and you're just like, call stands, nothing's happening. Like, nobody, like, you're never going to get it. I know, you're never going to get it. But I it's, don't know. It's a, to me, it's a case of, 
if you can a lot of pressure on the refs then. it does and then that that opens up a whole new can of worms it does but we had we played a game and the ref didn't give us a penalty and then we went and played another game and that ref gave us a penalty and we thought it was the same but, situation and then in a playoffs but i don't yeah. i don't <laughs> i don't think it's necessarily that because i think if you can word it properly if you can confirm a call on the ice or if you can comp- like cuz that's the way it is right to overturn a call it has to be clear and concise and the evidence has to be there. It's not, oh, we think the puck went across the line or mm-hmm. whatever, right? It has to be proven or disproven. If you didn't do either of those, then it shouldn't be a penalty. If you didn't... Yeah, yeah, like inconclusive. If it's inconclusive, it shouldn't be a penalty. Period. It's kind of true. I kind of agree I think with you that. can word it that way. Yeah, I kind of agree with that because... Right? If it's... If it's straight up like, but then you're still gonna have more challenges. But that the thing is, you start adding more fucking dumbass yeah, fucking because shit then, like that. Then, then the, I yeah. don't think you do end up. Well, you might end up with more challenges, but I don't. I don't <clears throat> think it's a pro. I don't think more challenges is the problem. I think the biggest problem with offside challenges at the very beginning and goalie interference challenges Time. were the hope and prayer ones. Oh yeah, yeah like clearly. Like, well, maybe thirty hope, seconds ago that was yeah. offside. Maybe the hope and prayer ones were the like, problem. No, that was pretty. If late. it's straight up a question, that that should be reviewed offside, in my opinion. That should almost in Montreal. That one should have almost been like without even a challenge. They should like review that, right? Right. Like th- that's it's the. Like, well, that's I don't I even mean, know, right? man. Is it's, it's it's a case of well, then maybe the league could do that where they because you know they review all the goals and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. right, if you have that, then it's your same thing you just said. Well, we figured that should have been reviewed by the league, and it didn't get reviewed. Yeah, yeah, it's just too many. But then right? you're gonna have if it's inconclusive, then. But that's if, what I mean. If the refs say, "Oh, well, actually, it, it isn't. It it is conclusive," then you're gonna be like, "Well, we thought it was." I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but the there's thing, no perfect system. No, I think we're learning that for and, sure, and it's, it's the black and white rule, and it's fucking crazy. And, and the league isn't gonna go backwards. They're not gonna take out. They never do challenges. So. You only you only get a penalty uh, for the offside ones or the second one. It's any failed challenge. You get it's that. any failed, and you, yeah, you get you get team. as many challenges as you want. But if you fail it, you fail the, you... the first one's a two minute minor, the second and yeah, that's crazy. Ongoing right. are right, double right, minors. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that we came had one from... earlier this year, didn't we? Was uh, it the Flames? No, it was the Avs. Oh, it was the Avs. The Avs had the double whammy. Yeah, geez. Uh, on bad challenges. Yeah. Uh, another thing that came from that game that we haven't really touched on yet this year, which uh, we touched on a lot last year, uh, Calgary goaltending being shit from the goalie coach's perspective again. Uh, David Riddick got scored on by Montreal on the ice, off his foot and in the net. From the just goal line, like in Mike the Smith and David Riddick of 2018, 2019. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough, and we had this chat. Actually, yeah, I remember the last time because we were talking about Calgary Flames goalie coaches being shit. Well, Jordan, Jordan they're being shit. Uh, and he was the AHL coach, we found out after too. So <laughs> this might be a problem organization top to bottom. Uh, well, but it's just the one coach. Well, they have the AHL coach now still, oh. but he went from the AHL and got promoted to the NHL, and they still haven't I was looking at him on really developed a goalie. DB or whatever. Yeah. And uh... – he never really played that. Like, he played in the AHL, but I think he played, like, one game in the NHL. If you can't do, good. if you can't do, teach. No. <laughs> if you can't What's teach, Kipper doing? teach Jim. 
What? I can't remember. What's Kipper doing? Yeah, what is Nobody Kipper knows doing? what Kipper's Yeah, come on, Kipper. Come help us. His Fine. nose is probably rotten. Yeah. He's like, well, uh, he's what I would do in, in that situation Finland. is I'd bend my leg behind my head and then stop Scorpion, it. it's called. But again, yeah. right? It, it's, a, it's another case of these goalies in Calgary, they put their skate blade on the post when they go in the <clears> RVH. <throat> and if you shoot a puck at their foot, it's going to go under and in. And it happened last year, and it's happened. It just happened again, and it's just like, God, like do you not? Do you guys not see? Do you guys not see a trend here? Maybe don't do that. Like you can put the toe of your pad against the post. I do it on a regular basis. Hmm. Other goalies do it. For some reason, they just don't here. But how do you know he's not? He's teaching them that, and they're just fucking it up. Because <laughs> it seems like every goalie that does it here, I don't like. I don't know. To be fair, we haven't really had good goalies. <laughs> <laughs> we already had this conversation. Seriously. You know why? Flames goalie coaching. Not good. Yeah. Nicked gut. Well, like, I don't know. It's, it's weird because, like, he's been there for what? I think this is, like, his 12th season or something. In the organization or something? In the Flames, I think. I don't know if it's that long. Maybe it is Maybe What's it is the name? organization then. Jordan Sigalet. Yeah. Maybe maybe it is organization. It's probably a combination of both is what it but is. But like is that a problem? Because like I don't know. I what don't do you mean know. is it a problem? Is he a problem? Is the coaching goalie coaching a problem? Like, yeah, you don't think you'd keep your job for that. Well, like yeah. Well, like, but this this is the thing. Like it's hockey. Like if people you don't, don't do well, you get fired. Yeah, right. but people don't <laughs> like, understand. Like there's no remorse usually. People don't understand the goalie coaching like people, first of all, people don't understand goalies. That's why there's a goalie coach, right? You don't have. Well, a, yeah, you can't really. Like you have a, a totally defensive coach, thing. but that's a coach for like six guys or eight guys. You have a offensive coach that runs your power play. You have a goalie coach for two guys. Pure and simple, right? Like it's it's pretty hard as an uneducated person, quote unquote, to be like about goalies. You you sir Jordan Siglet, you're not doing your job because our goalies suck. And then he goes, yeah, well, our goalies suck. He's Mike Smith. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, well, you said it. It's like that. Our goalies suck. Because it's Joey McDonald. Your fault, GM. <laughs> Joey McDonald. Yeah, Joey McDonald. Right? So, like, I get it. But at the same time, it's, like I said, the last time you were on a month ago, Riddick is the first guy they've developed internally that's done anything. Hey, he looks like he might developed. legitimately be. Well, Riddick was developed I guess he by then. Did. Yeah, he they yeah he they, hasn't they played anywhere else. Him and well, yeah. he, and he, he hasn't played, played anywhere else with the Flames pro organization, right? Like it that's period. Like with another NHL organization. That's what I mean, right? Like the Flames organization. That's also was, what I mean, though. Yeah, right. So he's developed. I get you. I see what you're saying. But the big guys have not come through. Eventually, there is no big guys. Well, <laughs> Gillies was supposed to be the big guy. Well, that's what I mean. uh, Tyler, yeah, Par- like... Tyler Parsons was supposed to be a big guy. Yeah. Right? Eventually, you have enough of these. Just like your AHL team. That guy gets canned when your development, your players that don't develop, don't develop, or need to develop, don't develop. I don't know if that's also scouting, too. Maybe. But at the same time, you look at other teams, and, like, the Leafs have gone through, too. Justin Pogge was supposed to be great. Yeah. Tuka Rask was... Supposed to be the one B. That's why they got trade. He got traded to Boston. But it's but just like anything. It's, it's <laughs> there. You you can't deny the fact that part of development is not just the player. You have to teach players stuff, or else yeah. we wouldn't have coaches. Yeah. Right. So it's like 
eventually you you got to change something that you can change. And to me, that's your coaching. There's a re- like yeah. if you haven't changed your coaching in forever and it's not working, right? That's like, what I mean. If if yeah, it's if, like... if the one it, there you go another if there's one constant in your goaltending over the last twelve years since Kiprasov left, pretty much. Maybe you start there. Yeah. Because if it's that, and it's that easy, well, you're dumb if you haven't tried to switch it. I understand it's not. It's more than just a business, and you work with this guy all the time. But, like... But, like, still, if you're in this fucking business, you can't... You have to have fire a people. buddy system. Yeah. You, you just gotta be ruthless. Yeah. I worked with a guy... Well, sorry. I worked for a company that employed... Who eventually became a running backs coach for the BC Lions. They had... The best rushers in the league, he got fired. <laughs> yeah, go fuck it, figure. Right? Like, yeah. this happens everywhere. You can get fired. If you've been, like, eventually it just doesn't work. And yeah. I'm not saying it's not working, but it's just like you watch stuff like But the this evidence happen. is that it's not working. They haven't had a goalie. I'm not saying, like, you're not wrong. Like, maybe they haven't drafted well. But goalies are so hard to draft. Oh, yeah. Eventually it's got to be something coaching related. Well, or like, something. he's just not teaching the right techniques been or what? Quite a few goalies. Yeah, that we've gone through. That's right? what I mean, right? Like, well, but but here's the other thing, right? Like Brassois. Brassois was he fucking awful in Edmonton. Yeah, and awful here. Yeah, and then he went to Winnipeg, and he doesn't look awful, and he's pretty good. Hmm. <laughs> so, like, what the fuck? What happened there? Because like we were all hot and heavy about yeah, they drafted Brassois. They drafted Brassois, and they were happy, and then he got yeah. traded in the Smeed trade. Yeah. Right, the Mint. fucking Vladislav, that damn guy, <laughs> and then he's just injured up the dick. And then he was he was like a serviceable goalie on the Oilers, which means he got shelled a lot. But then he goes to oh, Winnipeg, and you're like, also. you're like, oh, yeah. He and then he like solid. like last year, he was good. he was really good as a backup last year, and he he wasn't the greatest start of the year, but he's turned it around big time. Yeah. So like it's it's funny how that I feel like that happens often. So I just like again, how many. Coaching staffs have changed in Calgary over the last five years. Uh, well, quite a few. Three, four, yeah. four. Goalie coaches. I guess six years. Four. This is this is again. It's a case <clears throat> of it's such a weird fraternity. Like go- goalies are, uh, they're weird. Everybody knows it. This is not new. Goalie coaches You're are also weird. weird. So yeah, hundred percent. I'm sure goalie coaches Fucking are weird, weird too, right? I'm a goalie. <laughs> uh, Jamie McLean, Jamie, Jamie, holy man, noodles, noodles, yeah, there we go, noodles. That's why they call them noodles. It's fucking way easier to say. Jamie McLean Jamie's was a goalie really coach. Hard to say. He was a goalie Cut coach here, I think. <laughs> I think he like the last year or two a Kipper. I think he was a goalie coach. Jamie McLean? Yeah, he coached. He was a goalie coach. Oh yeah, in Calgary he was right. for like a couple of years. Oh yeah, but I remember seeing him. Right, and you're like. Oh. And there's another Jamie, one like Jamie. Jamie played a lot of the NHL games because, he, like, he was a backup goalie for years, but he wasn't a starting goalie. How many starting goalies became coaches? Barely any. Yeah. Patrick. Oh, did it again. It's um, fucking Patrick head, Watt. head coach though. What are you? Um, what are you saying? Goalie coach? Yeah. Uh, San Jose just brought on a goalie. I don't pay attention to goalie coaches. Nabakov. So fucking... Oh right, right. Nabakov. Is he a goalie coach or is he assistant coach? Mm. I think he's their goalie coach. I think so. I can't remember. Who who else did they? Because they just 
They there was one on, other like, ex uh, guy too. Did they? Richie or something like that. Yeah, that maybe. really ugly player. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Richie. That really ugly. <laughs> there's so many really ugly players. He was a player. really really ugly yeah. motherfucker though. So he, he probably looks even worse. He now. looks the same, just you know, older, older. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking probably looks like a witch. That's what he used to look like to me. Mike Richie or something like that. Mike Witchy. Let's call him. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. And I know Nabokov was, too. Yeah, yeah it's funny. I remember Nabokov, for sure. Nabokov. Right? Like, it, it's just one of those things that... Kipper, come on. A lot of guys, like, <laughs> there's a lot of goalie coaches that they get out of junior, and then they become a goalie coach, like, get, uh, right Kipper's away. The and they just never do any pro stuff. And some guys are incredibly smart. And it takes a special it, It's another case, too, right? Like... NHL goalies, it, it, they seemingly are the ones that start trends with techniques, but it's a goalie coach that thought of that technique first, that implemented it, and then it became a thing, right? Like, so you have to, you 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 have to know other things than just playing the game, right? Like, Patrick Wall would not be a good goalie coach if he hasn't changed up his techniques or anything or like what he liked, mm-hmm. right? Like, you couldn't play yeah. a game like that anymore, obviously. Yeah, but I just the flames got to change something. I was and literally I think that's one of them. It could be for sure. I was literally watching a there was like a retro game before I came over here. It was fucking like eighty three, eighty four Oilers versus uh, Penguins. Oh boy, that was probably Man. the game we had on before yeah. we switched it. Man, oh no, wait, was it eighty? No, it was it was ninety three, ninety four. That hockey was trash, dude. <laughs> If you, like, we hey, we're all thing. used to, like, new hockey, obviously. You fucking watch that it's hockey, parents. and you're like, dude, these guys fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, that dude can barely fucking stick handle. He fell over on nothing. It's because it's not in HD. No, dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I was like, Gretzky's the only one who knows how to stick handle. Everybody else. Okay, Messier, too. He was good. He was, like, the quickest, too. You're like, dude, this guy, like, can you even skate? They're like, God. <laughs> it's so funny, man. It's like, and, like, goalies are fucking trash, dude. Like, you're so bad. The one goal that they showed, I was like, dude. Shot in the middle of the net. Like, he comes from this side, and the goalie's just like. <laughs> goes under his arm when he's, like, on the ground. Like, what are you, what the Man, fuck? it's. Yeah, no shit. Gretzky has way more points. Like, he was the only player who's even remotely close to these days players in a fucking garbage league. <laughs> That's the thing, man. Like you listen to, and I, I don't want to put them in the bubble, but like our parents, like my dad especially is a man. Hockey is not even close to what it used to be. You are great. You're right. Yeah. It's not even close. Cause it's way better. It's, it's just so a much more, more skill now. like it's all Ryan skill, Reeves like... would have done circles around half of that league. Oh, easy easy right like like he was a better stick handler than the, everybody i watched i'm not saying like th- there's parts of the nhl game that could be better like rivalries and physicality and stuff like that but like that's why it, there's there's less physicality because everyone's so fucking good you can't even catch a guy well, and they're all buddies that's part of the issue right like it's it's nobody hates each other as much and yeah. part of the hatred was people being dickheads Oh yeah, and like, like starting coke that, before the game. That too, <laughs> um, but it's it's the case, right? Like nobody instead of smelling salts, it's like, hey, you want this line? <laughs> Woo! 
<laughs> like think back to the best part of the Montreal Boston rivalry lately, like last like, two or three years ago. The reason that that rivalry was such a thing was because of the Chara Pacioretty thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. Right. Because that it was bad like, blood. Happened like a month ago. I was like, ooh. Imagine if it was what it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> Dead players everywhere. Right. So that's the thing. Is generally speaking. Dirty stuff is what breeds rivalries. Playoffs do too, but playoffs also but, did that before because that was seven games of guys being absolute dick. Well, that's what I was just other. gonna say. What is, like playoffs is like where all the dirty shit comes yeah. out, though. Realistically, yeah. like for sure, the biggest dirty plays are in playoffs. Hundred percent, right? So it's it's shit like that. Like that that part of the game is definitely not where it was fifteen years ago. But so much of the game is so far ahead. Oh, it's so you, know, good you take the now. trade. Oh, I take it every day. It's such a, yeah, it's just so, so much faster. But watching a game on a Tuesday in February makes you want to fall asleep and not watch it because nobody gives a shit. (laughs) Like, uh, true. I feel like the ice, the ice, like they've gotten a lot better at like, you know, the mechanics of like an ice rink because also I just like. How big are these snow piles? Like, it's probably because they don't shovel them every four minutes. I actually, you know what? That's true too. That's why. That's exactly. That's it. actually why. You're right, dude. This shovel is probably they shovel a lot. Yeah, they shovel like... so much snow every five minutes. Dude, seriously, yeah. Could like even if it was ten minutes, it would be insane. Yeah, dude. I went to a Hitman game, and the first period was like thirty minutes long. <laughs> Because they just they sho- they they come out and shovel like once at, during the period, I think at 10 and they only shovel like from the, f- the goal line yeah. and just to like the high slot. Well, and there's no time, there's no TV timeouts either. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, unless it's like a Friday. Like, yeah, but that's what it's like. It's like you go to a Flames game, you're like they shovel, you're like okay, and then it's like two minutes. It's later, a long it's game. Like, oh, TV timeout, and they all come out and they all shovel again. I remember my nephew texting me, going, "Oh my god, did you know they shovel the ice every five minutes?" I was like, yeah, dude, that's a commercial. <laughs> really? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. When you're sitting well, home like, watching yeah. the game on TV and it goes to Those the Toyota commercial. Relentless. It's, yeah. <laughs> the Boston yeah. Pizza Relentless commercial. You know, they're shoveling the ice. Turkey pizza. I haven't been uh, watching it enough. Do they still play that same commercial? No, they don't oh, God. play it this year. Good, because they should just retire that. That was too much. It was like two years of fucking Arkells in my head. Yeah. All fucking yeah. every game. Uh, another thing we got to get to that's not uh, making fun of commercials. Uh, Mark Crawford. Today on the commercial uh, episode. <laughs> Which commercial do you dislike the most? I mean, anybody who wants to run a commercial on Bench Boys, we're totally Yeah, down. we'll we'll talk about <laughs> yeah. it after. And By the way, we love commercials. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mark Crawford's getting his job back. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is very interesting. Uh... The first coach to be removed from his gig and given it back in like the same kind of period of time, kind of uh, refreshing maybe is the word. Yeah, I'm not sure refreshing is the word, but well, it's it's nice to see finally because it's not just the doom and gloom of oh this guy he's now been suspended and he's going to be fired. Uh, this guy got suspended and he's going to be fired. Oh, this guy got suspended, and he's going to be fired. Yeah. Slash, I'm resigning. Uh, yeah. 
This is true. I'm resigning. Well, he sh- yeah, he was the one who he well, he wrote his letter thing and he actually named names and he acknowledged what well, he was being accused of. Part of his issue too, or sorry, part of his defense and the reason he's getting his job back is because he's actually gotten help and it's documented help. Like it's not yeah. it's not like, oh, they found me out. I'm gonna go to therapy tomorrow. Yeah, he's saying So I was like I, I realized this a while ago. I think so, yeah. Well, he just said counseling, yeah. I think, is what he said. Which is whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It's all therapist could be counseling. It could be. It's a big umbrella. Whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Which is. But yeah, you're right. He apologized to the players, name names, all this stuff. Because that was like the difference. When you read Bill Peters' statement, he didn't name any names. He didn't talk really about what he was accused of. Well, said he, w- said he apologized when Akeem Alou specifically said he did not apologize. Yeah, like it was it was a lot of like, okay, this doesn't really answer anything. But Mark actually came out and yeah. kinda owned it. And I don't think Mark's was written by a lawyer. It's the only way you can deal with this. And it's the only way if like you know, people should be taking notes, especially people with shady past should be like, Oh, maybe I should get in counseling right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like legit, that's the only fucking way this is gonna work out. Well yeah, right? And it's and that's legit, so good for him, honestly, because, like, it, it, it's, that means something. Well, that's that right. It means right? Like, that he cares enough. We all knows. we all know people that get a little hot under the collar when it comes to hockey. <laughs> uh, and people fly off the handle all the time when it comes to sports. Competition makes people do dumb shit. Oh, yeah. But you can't just do dumb shit and then pretend it didn't happen. Or say, yeah, or just oh, be like, oh, sorry, I was whatever. just fired up. It's like, yeah. 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 There's still a lot. That's okay once or twice. <clears throat> that's not okay a hundred times. You got to fix it. You got to figure it out. And that's, Mark Crawford clearly figured that out. And by, like, he, he felt the he, need. Right? He acknowledged yeah. it, which is the biggest thing. Uh, it doesn't. For, and before he had to acknowledge Yeah, it, it doesn't appear yeah. that he was pushed there. Yeah. He himself on pushed his own, him that yeah, way, On his own will. Maybe it was his wife or something, but you know, right? It, Mark, it's... you fucking bitch! <laughs> Go get some fucking help! Like, oh shit! Okay, maybe I, I think, should. I think that's exactly what happened. Probably, I feel that's exactly how his wife sounds too. Probably, yeah. But no, it, it's it's super nice to see one of these stories end well. Yeah, for once. Just when you thought it was gonna be like. This guy's fired. I'm sure it's it's not over yet. Oh, it's not over for sure. If he does like one wrong thing now too, he's gonna get so scrutinized and like analyzed. He'll probably just never be a head coach again and not have to worry about it. I feel like that's legit. Every coach now is going to be so like under the microscope. Like every fucking thing they do is going to be and I watch how much we're probably not gonna hear about it. But, like, watch how much, like, the league and management groups of each organization will, like, do, like, a, some kind of fucking meetings with players and shit individually and be like, how's this going? Is this happening? Is, like, this going on? Is this not going on? Whatever, you know? Yeah, I feel like there's going to be some sort of HR position right? on every team. Which now. is going to be a pain in the ass for a lot of teams, guaranteed. And everyone's going to hate it. But it's going to be like another fucking process that you have to go through. Goddamn millennials. Fucking snowflake bitches. <laughs> you know What's the matter? You can't that. dress up in blackface now and go to a party with the guy's jersey on? <laughs> fucking kidding. Amazing. 
God. who the hell were we talking while we were talking to Tom from Blue Notes about who the hell was it that dressed up as each other and didn't even know? Oh they were doing yeah, it? two members of the Blues went to Halloween. Uh, I don't know. Oh, it was uh, ah, fuck, I can't remember his name. Was it Kairu and I don't remember. Regardless, it was yeah. two members of the St. Louis Blues that went to a Halloween party, dressed up as each other. Didn't realize didn't the other guy was dressing up as them. Like, it wasn't planned yeah. that they did it opposite. So good. It was complete accidental. Like, one guy was like, I'm dressing up as this guy. And then, <laughs> buddy, like, they flip-flopped. Yeah. And it's absolutely ridiculous. That's so good. The best story. When it comes to, like, listening to these the blackface story out of Colorado and stuff, you're just like, that's how you're like, supposed okay, to do it. Like, okay, so maybe don't do that. Maybe don't. But, like, you yeah. know, I could dress up as Tyler Blair probably. That's not a problem. I'd like to see you dress up as me. <laughs> Brett, you got a bat suit back there? <laughs> Give me, like, a, a sumo suit. like a, The flames? The sumo office suits? and shit. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they do that intermish. <laughs> the intermish sumo hockey, man. That'd be amazing. Um... This is a different episode. It is. We just like talked about different stuff. I mean, that's I like gen- it. That's generally how well, episodes. <laughs> we talked go. about different stuff than last week. <laughs> remember about remember last week when we didn't talk about anything? Yeah, yeah. This one's different. This one is different. <laughs> we talked about stuff. Uh, is there anything else that needs to be shitty chatted about? I mean, week? I'm sure we could go for another hour if we fucking wanted to. Probably. Um, World Juniors are uh, almost Ooh, underway. World Juniors, fuck yeah. We're. So Six days away. I love boxing it. Boxing day. Yep. It's the best thing. I love Boxing Day for that. You know, Christmas. Just it chill out. Republic this year? What? It's in the Czech Republic this year. Yeah. Prague. Oh, we could touch on the fact that Eichel's point streak ended. Oh, man. And how fucking good has he been, dude? So been, Eichel went on a so 17 good. game point streak where he had like a million points. Like 33 <laughs> yeah, points. A lot, dude. What's he at? Like 49 <laughs> points or something now? 50? 49 or 50, something like that. He missed, he missed, didn't, he went on a 17 game point streak and they only won seven times. Well, this is what I mean. This is, they're this the is, Buffalo that's, Sabres. That's they Buffalo. They suck. Well, like, legit, that's Buffalo the last fuck three years, man. The only difference is this year, Eichel's doing it every game, not like most of the games. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, Eichel's probably like pulling in, out his hair, dude. In 17 games, he had 31 points. Holy shit. 16 goals and 15 assists. That is crazy. That's a lot of points. That is nuts. There's been some big streaks like that this yeah. year. Yeah. But the best part is that it came to an end because upper body injury. But I read on Twitter from, I believe it was Bob, that it was sick. He was sick. He had the flu. Oh. Hmm. Are you that kidding sucks. me? That is so brutal. Yeah. That sounds about Eichel luck, you know. So this article says the injury is something he'd been coping with, but I saw on Twitter somebody said, and I, hmm. it was like Darren Dreger, Pierre LeBron, or Bob McKenzie. Someone incredible. Then they're like, it sounds like he's sick. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, he seemed fine last game when he scored two points. Hopefully it's an injury, <laughs> but yeah, like he said the injury is something he's been coping with during the streak. It's like, yeah. You were coping with it. Seems Why? Fine. While yeah. you're just not even at playing, full, not even at best. full health. Yeah. This guy should have had forty points in seventeen. <laughs> Maybe it's like Monahan plays better when he's hurt. Yeah, get him, fucking slash him. <laughs> Buffalo's still not in a playoff spot. How sad is that? 
Dalene Thoughts add. Did I? I'm pretty dropped. sure I didn't call them to be in either, did I? Because I'm like, this is classic fucking Buffalo. They'll, yeah, they'll be good right now, so. and they're not going to be good in a bit. They also don't really have, well, like, Carter Hutton hasn't been as good either. Yo. I don't know. Buffalo is just so flaky. They haven't been good since the Ryan Miller, Danny Briere. Maybe they need a new goalie coach, too. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Miller is still playing. Ish. <laughs> it's Ish Anaheim, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Backup goalie. He probably hasn't played too much this year. John nah, maybe a few times. Like he's probably played a bit. Anaheim's pretty chill. Oh, according <laughs> to the NHL, Taylor Hall signing with the Cody's an absolute possibility. Watch out! They always say an, that. A, an absolute possibility. Nice two words put together. <laughs> yeah. That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> shit. It's a fucking possibility, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> I mean, he oh legitimately God. could sign there. So. Probably, really, maybe. his agent. Probably, said, maybe. Could he resign? Maybe, definitely. Possibly, possibly. definitely. <laughs> Actually, yeah. probably, maybe, <laughs> definitely, possibly. <laughs> yes, no, but maybe. Absolutely, there's a chance of it. There's also a chance with 30 other teams. There's also a chance that fucking Hall signs with the Flames. Or okay. the Maple Leafs. Or, or the Devils. <laughs> yeah. Fucking kidding me. That might be the one place he says, nah. <laughs> Whoa. I know, Jeez. just did it again. Trips me out, man. Hopefully he's not like doing that all episode. I hope not. Anyway. Um, Hold on, what? 72 minutes. Yeah, usual. 72 minutes. 72 uh, equals nine. End it now. <laughs> End it on the lucky number. Okay, bye. <laughs> now we got to go to 81. Uh, <laughs> we got to go another nine minutes. No, we're ending it now. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in and enjoy. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> Ruined everything. Uh, what is this? Boxing? Oh, no. I'll be the 27th, right? Oh, yeah. It's the, it's the 20th plus a week. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you the It'll day after boxing. The 27th. Maybe. Quick maths. Whoa. Also equals nine. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I uh, you're such a loser. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. We Bye. will catch you on the 27th. Adios. Seven plus 20 is 27. We're the bench boys, we're the bench boys, coming to you live. We're the bench boys, we're the bench boys, coming to you live. So why not plug in and listen to us, rant about our favorite scenes. We could sit here and talk all day, but we got bills to pay. Well, the best.